Hello, this is the Newborn Nurse Podcast, and I'm your host, Rachel Ramsey, RNBSN. This podcast is for expectant and new mothers and families, and we are here to share with you a list of incredible newborn resources, services, professionals, and tips and tricks. We hope the info on this podcast informs you, helps you, and most of all, eases any anxieties, gives you confidence, and empowers you to be the best parent possible. Knowledge really is power, and we are here to inform and guide you through this season with your new baby. I am your host, Rachel Ramsey. I am a registered nurse and certified postpartum doula. I have 17 years of professional neonatal and maternal nursing experience in five years as the owner of The Newborn Nurse, a Nashville-based service that provides in-home care and newborn education to new families. I hope this podcast helps each of you in some big or small way. Biggest of congratulations and thanks for listening. You've got this, Mama, and we are here for you. As a reminder, any information you hear on this podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please see the full disclaimer on our website for more details. Website is listed in show notes. Hey guys, it's Rachel back from the newborn nurse. And today I have a very special guest, Miss Jackie Randolph. She is an IBCLC lactation consultant. And I have known her pretty much my entire life. I grew up with her daughter and she is the, in my opinion, the guru and one of the very best lactation consultants here in the Nashville area. She helps a lot of our clients and vice versa. Um, I've sent people to her. She sent people, she has sent people to me and she's an incredible wealth of knowledge. Um, so I'm super excited to interview you today, Jackie, Miss Jackie. Um, first of all, if you will just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, how long you've been a lactation consultant and what got you started in lactation. Okay. Well, um, I'm a mother of three daughters, um, nine grandchildren and three son-in-laws been married 43 years. Um, I've been a lactation consultant, well, I've been in my own business since 2003 as an IBCLC. Before that, I was in an outpatient facility for five years, one of the first in the area. And um, so, yeah, I've been at it a very long time. And um, I enjoy it. I love it. It's my passion. I nursed all of my children and all my grandchildren have been nursed for at least two years. And um I feel like it's something I can give back to the community. Also, um, I feel like it's a very intimate time in their lives when they're seeking knowledge and information and they're keeping a little human alive. So I feel like it's a very important thing, but it's also a ministry and a passion of mine as well. What would you say is your favorite thing about being a lactation, a lactation consultant? I love to follow the families, watch them grow. Um, I usually stay somewhat involved in their lives, either seeing other children of theirs. And it's kind of like just growing the community of people, you know, and you've been involved with. I think that's meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. And then also being able to use it as a ministry as well. Yeah. I feel that too. Um, so if a family is expecting a new baby, what are some things that they can do to best prepare for a great breastfeeding journey? I know a lot of our moms that we care for um, are researchers and look for information. So what are some things that they can do um, to be as prepared as possible for breastfeeding, especially if it's their first baby? Well, I really strongly suggest that they do a prenatal visit. It doesn't have to be with me. I do offer prenatal visits. I feel like Having prenatal breastfeeding help 
set you up for a good pathway. You are knowledgeable enough to get through that first week. And I do more, it's not like a, um, a generalized breastfeeding course. It's more specific to latching, how to know if they're getting enough, how to latch properly, how to know if you're producing enough, if they're transferring well. Um, the things that you need to know the first week after you go home from the hospital, I feel like at the hospital, the, the strategy is to get them latched. But then when they go home, the strategy is to manage supply and how well the babies are doing, if they're getting enough nourishment. And those are the things that don't happen until you get home. And that's kind of where they need to know if the baby is pooping and peeing enough, if they're getting enough food, um, if they're comfortable nursing, if they're nursing enough, enough times, long enough, and that type of thing. So, um, for a prenatal visit. So let's say there's a first time mom she's expecting, she wants to come in and do a prenatal visit with you. What kind of things do you look at or go through with her, um, when she's still expecting before the baby arrives? Well, I go through the whole, you know, the benefits of breastfeeding, the biology of how you make milk and those things that a lot of people might already know. I explain what things like letdown mean and how the milk flow really occurs because people are not really aware of that. Um, I think their general knowledge is milk just comes out the whole time a baby's nursing, but I really kind of explain how milk is delivered and the importance of the latching and the length of time you nurse and um, show them how to get a good latch. Um, how to get their milk supply started and going. Um, we look at their equipment as far as pumps goes and that type of thing. How to know how to advocate for themselves in the hospital. Like, do they need to start pumping right away? They might have a baby in the NICU. And sometimes their advice, oh, don't worry for the first 24 hours. And I'm like, no, let's mm -mm. get that milk supply started, you know? So we're not behind the eight ball and that type of thing. So I kind of get them set up to experience that first week, um, with minimal issues. That's great. I actually didn't know you did prenatal consultations, but that is wonderful. Um, okay. So what are some of the biggest challenges you see that new moms face with a newborn? I think, you know, one of the number one things is sore nipples, obviously. And usually that's from a shallow latch. Um, moms fall asleep a lot or they get too relaxed with the way they're holding the baby and then their nipples get sore in that first day or two in the hospital they come home and their nipples are already broken down so then there's this trying to recover from being so sore and trying to get that fixed and still have to feed a baby eight times a day sure so <laughs> that tends to be one of the number one issues and then obviously once the milk starts coming in dealing sometimes with engorgement making sure the baby's softening the breast you know, I think people think engorgement is a natural process. It can be, but a lot of times it's because the baby has not been taking off enough. So the mom's getting backed up. The baby's not taking it off as quick as the mom's making it. So those are some of the key things we see as sore nipples and engorgement. Um, sometimes low supply. Um, moms just aren't producing well. And sometimes a lot of that is just from not managing supply correctly, like mm -hmm. using nipple shields without pumping and things that they didn't know mm -hmm. that they needed to be doing and those types of things. There was, I guess, probably a year ago, you probably know about this, but I had a string of our moms and all of them were just, the hospital was just giving them nipple shield, nipple shield, nipple shield. I don't know if they were understaffed or what, but, um, so we had this, you know, 
several moms who went home with a nipple shield and weren't told to pump. And so they had lots of issues going on. So, um, so let's switch gears just a little bit. If there's someone listening to this podcast and they live in a remote location, what are some things that they can do to get uh, breastfeeding support that they need? Well, first of all, I would tell them if they have access to the internet that they get on like the uh, Leche League International website. Um, you can find information internationally. You can find help through La Leche. Um, you know, there's different small groups of La Leche all over the world. The other thing is ilka.org. Um, that is a site where moms can actually get on there and find a consultant in their area in different countries. I uh, do virtual visits literally all over the world, even on remote islands like Balta and, you know, strange <laughs> places. I mean, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's really fun. But anyway, there are places that you can seek help even in remote areas and third world countries. So I would say if you can get on an internet, if they don't have that access, they need to seek out hospitals, nurses, and people that would have the general knowledge if they're in a super remote area um, that could help them. And also in those areas, people that, you know, grandparents and parents that have breastfed. I mean, typically in those countries, going to people that have walked it before can give a lot of knowledge based on their experience. So Yeah, cool. Hey everyone, this is Rachel from The Newborn Nurse. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you are learning some valuable and helpful information on this podcast. If you would like to learn even more, we have something new and exciting to tell you about. We have created our Newborn Care 101 online video course for first-time expectant parents or parents who want a refresher course in newborns. This course is taught by me, a neonatal newborn nurse and expert of 18 years and founder of The Newborn Nurse. It's so super important to make sure you are gathering your newborn information information from a trusted and experienced source as you prepare for your baby. This course is a series of educational videos where you will learn everything you need to know about newborn care all in one spot without having to search and scroll all over the internet. You can take this course in the comfort of your own home and nursery with your own baby equipment and at your own pace. You can also rewatch the videos as many times as you would like with unlimited access to these videos for an entire year. Many of the families who have already taken this course have reached out to tell me how helpful it is to go back and be able to review these videos once their baby has arrived. In this course, you will learn swaddling, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding, bottle feeding, burping, cord care, how to use your breast pump and car seat, how to prevent mastitis, calm a fussy baby, and much, much more. You also get free printables, including a checklist of what to pack in your hospital bag, a must-haves product list for your baby registry, and the best part, you get free access to our Facebook online community group where you can meet other new moms and also have access to me, Rachel, for any newborn questions you have along your journey. The families who have taken this course already have raved about it and have felt it has been super helpful and allowed them to feel prepared, organized, ready, and knowledgeable about their newborn. For our podcast listeners, you can receive 10% off this course with coupon code, all caps, podcast, at the checkout. The link to purchase this course is in the show notes below. Thank you for being here and best wishes to you and your family. I hope you feel loved, supported, and empowered as a new parent. Thanks so much and have a great day.
Um, we were talking about engorgement. I'd love to touch on mastitis just a little bit. Like we have several moms who get mastitis. Sometimes they get it once or twice. Sometimes they get it, um, over and over again. So can you talk a little bit about mastitis and how to prevent it and how to remedy it? That kind of thing. Sure. I think okay. that's a great topic to, to cover. Um, one thing is moms call the doctor, the doctor throws drugs at them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mastitis is generally caused from plugged areas that are not draining properly. Either the baby is not nursing effectively or efficiently. Moms are going too long between emptying their breasts or skipping feedings and giving a bottle of milk that they have stored up somewhere, but not emptying their breasts at a feeding time. Like, oh, they want to sleep longer at night. So hubby's going to give a bottle and they skip emptying their breasts, so they've held milk twice as long. That causes people to get plugged up and causes mastitis. So I always encourage you can't skip feedings. You have mm-hmm. to empty your breasts. If you don't want to spend the time breastfeeding, at least pump it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but throwing medication to a mother only clears the symptoms momentarily. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get the plugged area out with pumping and a good latching baby, then it reoccurs. And this is why we see reoccurring mastitis over and over is because we never took care of the initial problem getting the plugged area out. So we have reoccurrence. I tell people it's kind of like a pond and a beaver built a dam with, you know, stuck in the middle there and then nothing can get out of the pond and we get milk stasis infection. Well, then once that occurs, we've got to get the beaver dam broken down to get that milk draining out and get that infection out. Medication will not do that. It kind of hides the symptoms. Mm -hmm. And usually once that duct uh, is unclogged, it's an immediate relief. The mom, you know, the fever goes down. They start to feel so much better pretty much immediately. Um, So let's talk about expectations versus reality with breastfeeding. If a mom is expecting, um, what can you let her know what real life is going to be like during her breastfeeding journey? I think that the expectations are is that it's going to look like we see these Madonna pictures (laughs) of moms holding their little baby and it just nursing and it being all warm and fancy. (laughs) 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 Right. The reality is, is it can get to that, but it takes time. And some moms actually start out like that and never have a bump in the road. But the majority in reality of it is, is that, It's very selfless, so it takes a lot of commitment of your time, and it takes um, a lot of perseverance to get over the hard places. Um, When you're sleep-deprived and your body hurts and then your nipples are sore and all these things, it's just a lot, and it's one more thing you're doing. So a lot of times people think, well, that's the easy way out. The expectation is that this is going to be easy and babies are just going to nurse. The two coming together is definitely an art. And it takes some time to build that together and the dyad becoming a good solid connection and moms and babies just um, working together to make it happen. So it does take, I tell people to give it four to six weeks for it to kind of fix itself. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also have to wrap their head around the time commitment that it takes and that they're committed to that. And because it's very selfless and it's around the clock, even if you're sleeping, you're having to get up and you have to get up and pump. You can't just sleep eight hours at night. Yeah. Um, What are some great benefits of breastfeeding? Well, there's lots of benefits. Um, It lowers the chance of diabetes in the baby. Um, It gives the baby all the immunities that you have during the time you're breastfeeding. Um, 
and even now, like with all the COVID stuff, it actually, moms are passing on those immunities to the baby, which is super helpful. Um, it, it helps prevent um, cancers in moms, ovarian and breast cancers, um, the type 2 diabetes in moms. Um, it keeps a lot of extra weight off of mom because they're burning an easy 500 calories just making milk. That's always a benefit. It raises the IQ in the baby. Um, it's the perfect brain food for an infant. Um, it's exactly 100% nutrition, so it gives that baby all the brain food. Um, asthma, it helps with asthma and allergies, um, ear infections. There's a lot, there's, it just goes on and on. There's so many things. I've also heard you can use it for pink eye or cradle cap, some, you know, skin stuff you can use it for as well, which is pretty cool. Um, can you talk a little bit about, um, if someone is expecting twins, what that might look like with breastfeeding or expectations with multiples? Um, twins is a huge commitment to nurse. Obviously you have to have a high supply Twins generally in our population are taken early and they're small. And so I tell moms to not expect twins to nurse well until their term. Um, you know, if they come two, three weeks early and they're tiny, then it takes a while for those babies to get on where they're nursing effectively enough to maintain weight and growth. Um, usually moms have to do a lot of pumping at first with twins to keep their supply high enough for small babies to adequately nurse without expending too much energy. And I would definitely say moms of twins need to have an IBCLC on board. For sure. Yep. Um, if you are doing an in-home consultation, let's say a mom has a baby and her baby's three weeks old and she's having breastfeeding issues and you come to her house, what does a consultation look like? How long does it take? What can a mom expect for an in-home lactation consultation? Okay. It takes about an hour and a half. Usually, um, I get some general history. So I know what the background is, what's happened. Like if they've had prior breast surgeries, um, any type of, um, infertility things that would affect them making milk. Basically I have to gather that information to know if there's something that could be, um, causing problems with them being able to breastfeed. So once I get that history down, we weigh the baby, um, I observe the latch and then I assist with latch if the latch does not look great. And we talk about how to get that baby on correctly. Um, we do the weight pre and post on each side. So we know exactly how much baby's transferring. And if it's in the area and the amount that the baby should transfer for its weight and age. Um, and then I write up a plan of care. So mom knows exactly what to do to keep that up. I always like written instructions because mm -hmm. Moms and dads are not sleeping. I always say it takes both of their brains to even remember half of what I say. So I like it on paper and I'm a big texter for that reason too. So when we do follow up and they call or text for questions, I always send them like instructions that are written, even in text form a lot, just like how to run the pump and how to, so that they can just open that up and look at it and know exactly, you know, yeah. And don't have to try to remember it. Yeah. So that's kind of what it involves. A lot, uh, we nurse the baby. I give them like time frames, and the time frame is not like cut in stone. Like you have to do it this long every time. It's just a good general starting place, so that a new mom knows like it. You need to a lot about this much time um, on yeah. each breast, and just we go through the whole. 
the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of our moms I know, I feel like like to see how much their baby's getting with a bottle. Like they like to say, Oh, they've had two ounces. So I think the pre and post uh, feed weights that you do where you weigh them before feeding and then you feed the baby and then you weigh them after. I think moms love that because they can actually see, you know, how much the baby's getting with each at each breast with each feeding, if that makes sense. Right. Um, can you talk a little bit about tongue ties? Do you see those often or can you touch on that a little bit? I do see tongue ties often and have for many, many years. Mm -hmm. Um, I tend to be a little more on the conservative side with tongue ties. Um, just like anything, we don't want to do major corrections if it's not needed. Um, but I do see a lot of posterior and anterior ties. If I do see those, I do refer them on, uh, if parents are reluctant about having any work done on them, we do work on how to get a latch as efficiently as we can, even with the tie present. But a lot of times they'll see. Mm -hmm. It's I try to make the visit very black and white, like your baby's tongue tied. This is how much it removed because it's not functional. Right. And this is, you know, so then when they see that, they're like, oh, well, no wonder my baby wants to eat every hour because they're only getting an ounce, you know, mm -hmm. that's all they can get out when they're biting it out, you know, yeah. so I think those, <laughs> those things are helpful. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, so if we have anyone here in the Nashville area, or you said you do video consults on remote islands and everywhere, which is super cool. How can someone get a hold of you, um, in order to get more information or book a consultation with you? Okay. The best way to reach me is through my work cell, which is 615-218-5130. And Rachel, feel free to hand that out. Okay. Um, I do check my email sometimes not very often but it's heavenlyhomes at yahoo.com um, better to text or call me and social media you can reach me at jackie ross randolph you can message me on facebook or you can find me on instagram i don't have lactation accounts per se but you can message me in either of those places and find me Awesome. Well, thank you for all of your incredible information today. I've loved chatting. If there's anything else you want to throw in or add, feel free. Um, but if not, I've really appreciated your time today. It's been fun. Thanks, Jackie. You're welcome. All right. If you loved what you heard on our podcast today, don't forget you can learn even more with our new Newborn Care 101 online video course. This course is taught by me, a newborn registered nurse expert, and covers all kinds of newborn education, including swaddling, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding, how to use your breast pump and car seat, sleep training, and much, much more. You also get free access to our online course community, which gives you direct access to me, Rachel, for any newborn questions along the way. Our podcast listeners get a special discount, so make sure to use coupon code PODCAST in all caps at the checkout. The link to purchase this course is in show notes below. Thanks so much and have a great day. Although I am a nurse, I am not your medical provider, and any information from me is purely educational and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a professional for your particular situation before making any decisions. My opinion about any brands we mention on the podcast is based on my personal experience and is not an endorsement about the suitability of any products for your particular need.